All right, welcome to Health Depth's Help Desk with Joe. Sorry, I stumbled a little bit right off the bat. Uh, but as always, I have with me Joe. Welcome, Joe. Thanks, thanks, Dane. Glad to be here for another episode. Yeah, and uh, again, last week you covered a lot of good topics. We had great response from that. And this week you're up in the game with some new topics. And tell us a little bit about what we're going to talk about. Okay, we're going to change things up a little today on this episode. And actually, I'm going to put your feet to the fire and have you do the uh, topic for discussion today. So, And that is going to be about Life360. But first, before we get to that, we're going to cover this week's news topics. And this week's topics include the Sprint T-Mobile merger with the latest news on that, and malware hitting Max. Yep, and you talked a little bit about that merger last week. Um, go ahead and tell us a little bit about it. Uh, and again, if you didn't catch it last week, we were talking about the coronavirus and how that affects some stuff and some of the merger news, and this will be a follow-up on that merger news. Yeah, there, uh, A little there, more in-depth, I guess. Well, there's actually been new new developments since last week, and the as of uh, earlier this week, the U.S. mobile landscape is getting ready to change greatly. Uh, the federal judges have approved a $26 billion deal between T-Mobile and Sprint, and that's actually going to allow T-Mobile and, and Sprint to merge to uh, change from four major cell phone providers to three. Nice. So, what, well, wait a minute. Is that nice? Well, here's the issue. Uh, critics of the deal, including attorneys, attorney, attorney generals from a dozen states, have expressed concerns that the deal would diminish a competitive market. Yeah, it's almost like the too-big-to-fail deal all over again, right. which we know wreaked havoc in the housing market and everything else. Right. But as a result, when, when all this started, T-Mobile and Sprint actually owned a lot of uh, track phone type yeah. of uh, providers, and Boost Mobile being one of them, and actually... Boost, part of the deal was they was actually going to sell Boost out to Dish Network, so Dish Network could actually get into the uh, the cell phone right. game. So that actually there would still be four competitors. And there's still a lot of states that actually filed lawsuit against this at the beginning to, <clears throat> that was that they were stating that this was going to kill the competitive market. Yep. So the judges actually said, no, look, with T-Mobile's track record, T-Mobile itself is been known to shake up the game per se, and their biggest shakeup was a couple years ago when a lot of the, set, well, mostly Verizon, AT&T, was on this pigeon-toe hold of taking everybody's unlimited data away, and you was, you know, pigeon-toe hold, you was getting a data cap, and if you went over your cap, you was getting charged outrageous fees. T-Mobile came in one day and said, hey, let's do this for X amount of dollars a month. You get unlimited data, you get hotspots, you get all, I mean, you basically get at the time a $200 plan for around $75. Right. And literally overnight, AT&T and Verizon jumped in and goes, oh, yeah, by the way, we can do that too. Yeah, well, start shifting their policy, yeah, uh, policies so, to re react to that, yeah. So it's going to be an interesting uh, turn and in the next upcoming uh, weeks and months as the, the they finally start getting everything to fall into place. So for, as a Sprint customer myself, I'm excited, yeah. but I'm a little cautious from the standpoint their current CEO, they are working on replacing him, and mm -hmm. he was the one that actually spearheaded a lot of these changes that shook right. up the market. So He had the vision, and now right. he may not be there to see the follow-through. Right, so I'm, I'm a little anxious on that part of it, but as a Sprint customer, I'm anxious to see the positive side of it is this will actually help them uh, expand the 5G connection. Right. So that's actually going to be a, a big game changer as far as high-speed Internet goes in a lot of rural areas, including, you know, here in Spencer. Yeah. 
and that that might help. I'm I'm slightly skeptical just because the lack of marketplace will affect some people. Right. You know, if you don't have choices, then you kind of lose. And you know, I I don't know if it's a West Virginia thing. I'm sure it's everywhere. But everybody says, oh, well, I'm not happy with my price getting high, so I'll just switch, and that keeps that market uh, viable still. Right. So if you run out of places to switch to then the market's going to be driven up by the manufacturers and the companies and not by the consumer. Right. Well, and, you know, we see that on West Virginia. And, you know, just in the state of West Virginia, our our Internet options, our telephone options, you know, there's (laughs) such monopoly in those markets. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you see it there. Yeah, so, you know, as residents of West Virginia, we've always dealt with the issues and the pain stakes of monopoly. So, you know, there we by default have that cost Aaron on the side of caution of, <laughs> okay, what's going to happen? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, what, what can go wrong? And then what's the worst case scenario if this happens? Yep. Uh, well, it'll be interesting to see. And that's, that's why you're doing it as news. You know, you mentioned the coronavirus two weeks ago, last we, week. Uh, well, we talked about two okay. weeks ago. Okay. And yes. We, yeah. Aired it on the podcast last week. Yes. And I just saw on the news, I was telling you before the show started in our conversation, I saw it on the news Monday, that it's affecting, you were talking about the iPhone effect, mm-hmm. but it's affecting other goods and services, and then it's affecting our export of our uh, products out of America as well. So it's having a far-reaching uh, effect. Yeah, it's and, kind of the ripple. you knew about it two weeks before, so. Yeah, yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's Oracle. Yeah. I, I see a different podcast in your future. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> it's and it's kind of, it's funny to think of, you know, something going over in China and the economic effect, it's the ripple effect that, yeah. you know, it's affecting the United States economically. That's something we never would even oh, yeah. have thought well, about. Well, and, and that makes me wonder with this deal, if that will have the same uh, ripple effect or the same effect that down the road will be six months from now will be like, shoot, we saw this coming. You talked about it in your news show and look what happened. Right. Good or bad. Right. But, but uh, you've heard it here first with Joe. Right. So, so it's going to be, and Sprint. yeah, T-Mobile and Sprint. So it's going to be, it's going to be exciting and, and anxious at the same time. Question. Will okay. that, how will that affect our local Sprint store? Cause we have a local Sprint store. Right. To the best of my knowledge, none of that's going to change. It Literally. Change anything. If, but, you know, there's still, when the federal courts actually approved this deal earlier in the week, that actually gives T-Mobile and Sprint leeway to actually go back and renegotiate the deals. So right. a lot of the stuff that was, you know, released to the press initially, that, that can, a lot of that can change. So, you know, worst, you know, best case scenario, nothing changes other than our local storefront instead of having the big Sprint sign on the front right. may have a big T-Mobile sign. Gotcha. I mean, that could literally be just a simple marketing, right? Yeah. Okay. You know, and then be a lot of changes on the back end. But you know, as far as billing and stuff goes, a best case scenario, our bills stay the same or go cheaper, right? Hope, hopefully, you know, worst yeah. case scenario, cheaper would be awesome, right? Worst case scenario, everything <laughs> just the price of everything goes up, and then you know, we're we're all crying foul as a result. Yeah. Well, and there's still options here. You can go over to Walmart and get phones there. Charleston, Parksburg, get right. the other carriers. So. Right, but. You know, with one of the federal judges said, you know, to the states that are still wanting to threaten to appeal the re, the judgment of, you know, based on T-Mobile's track records, they are more customer oriented yeah. than the other competitors. Right. So, you know, based on their track record alone, he sees nothing but good positives, positives well, out of this. They're hungry for business. They're one of the underdogs. So, right. Yeah, that makes sense. And this actually bumps him up to being the third top competitor. So why not keep feeding, you know, keep feeding the 
the train and keep it, maybe possibly jump them up into number two or number one yeah. position. Feed them from the bottom up and let them get competitive. Right. Yeah, I like that philosophy. All right. So what's next on your news slate? Okay, so the last story of the day is uh, Mac Macintosh computers are... Yep. Uh, are the malware attacks are outpacing Windows PCs for the oh, first wow. time? Yes, and this is always and that's never been an issue. It doesn't seem like because the whole a big selling point, at least from my knowledge, I'm a um, PC guy, right? So I've never worried about it. But I know talking to you in the past that Apple has that was one of the pros, right? Apple doesn't have those issues, right? And Apple for years has always hung their hat on of we don't get attacked, we don't have viruses, we don't have malware, yeah, and. And for the most part, that's true. And and the reason being is is the major quality control. And this is an issue you and I was talking about before the show, of the the new app, the new patch turned up app that yeah. you're you're releasing out to iPhone and Android yeah. of the, all the hoops that Apple makes you jump through. And because yeah. uh, and the reason they make you do that is because they are so strict on quality control. Yep. So that's why they're they it's harder for them to be attacked and all that because they're always on top of things and always in years past the reason max never saw uh, attacks and hacks and all that was because they had owned such a small market share that it wasn't worth the hackers time right you know when you 85 percent of the market is windows based and you know the rest is you know max and linux and anything else well i'm going to go where the fish are i'm not oh, going to go yeah, over here yeah. and you know play in this but that's actually starting to change hmm. Interesting. Uh, researchers with the cybersecurity company Malwarebytes analyzed last year's data on cyber attacks targeting customers and found that malware attacks and other malicious activity targeting Macs had significantly risen over the past year. According to their report, State of Malware 2019 saw an increase of attacks targeting Macs compared with the previous year. In 2019, the average number of detections per Mac was 11 compared to 4.8 in 2018. Wow. That's yes. a huge difference. And it, and this is actually more than what Windows saw last year. Uh, Windows saw an average of 5.8 detections over that same 12-month period. Now the, huh. the now the severeness of these attacks aren't anywhere near Windows. These are more uh, adware, little pop-ups, right, just right. nonsense, you know, pains. You know, but compared to the Windows side, you know, the Windows gets always catches on the chin with all the the ransomware and all that. So, the Max, the stuff isn't serious, yeah. but you know that's can always make things worse. If you know, if there's more people hammering on that, there's always a potential of yeah. actually getting through. Once the door opens, Katie bar the door. Right. So yeah, I, and I realized I just created the radio. Um, Mistake number one for rookies: don't nod your head. Actually, say something because as you're reading it, I'm like, yeah, yeah. But I'm nodding my head, and I realize you looked at me, and no sound came out. So right. No, you're the only person that got the benefit of my yes. That's right. interesting facts, Joe. I agree. Right. And, uh, but yes. Yeah, so back it up ten seconds, and this is me agreeing. Yeah, those are crazy statistics to start to look at and to see how that's going to unfold. Do you? I assume is it really that? Is the door starting to open and more people flood in, or do you just think it's uh, a, a little bump that they're seeing. Well, you think it's long term? I guess. Well, I think it's a long term deal because there's so many people going converting over to Mac, and right. and Mac owns such a bigger market share than ever before. So as their market share increases, they'll see more of this just automatically. Right, and and it's one of those. As more people move over to Macs, their market share increases, which means there's a bigger pool to play in. Yeah. So there's more of a 
possibility of attackers trying to hammer it, you know, try to beat and bang on it and try to find their way in. Right. But if if Apple continues their top quality and and measures a counter and all that, you know, there's you know any system is you know is, is vulnerable. Right, right. That that goes without saying. But you know, based on Apple's track record, you know, if they stay on course, it should be okay. Yeah. Well, and like you said, higher quality, more stance towards protection across the board and everything they do will make it harder. Right. But, boy, it seems like hackers are pretty savvy. So yeah. Right. When it's almost It'll be two, interesting to see how it unfolds. Right. When it's almost two to one, when yeah. going after Macs versus PC, that all, that it's really eye-opening. Yeah. E- you know, even though the severity of the attacks isn't nothing major, but, you know. There's a chink in the armor. Exactly. You know. When the, when the dam breaks, it always starts with a leak. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It, well, and on, in your opinion, and again, for those that don't know, you're in the tech world. You do this as a business here out of Spencer, West Virginia. It's your livelihood. You do both uh, personal and commercial. Mm-hmm. Is this something, that, with your opinion, because my opinion in technology is, Neil, um, is this something that you think people will attack specifically just because Apple's never really been a target, and that'll kind of be like the new game that hackers will play. Hey, Apple's got a chink in her armor. Let's hit them hard. Well, the or way, do you think it's just so hard to do that most people won't waste their time either way? Well, there will always be hackers out there to try to be the first one to make a big attack on Apple so they can hang their hat on that. But right. where where most hackers go is fast money. Yeah. So, and, you know, if there's a possibility of making $10,000 on this Mac hack, versus three hundred thousand dollars on Windows, you're always you know yeah, they're always going to go for the three hundred thousand. Okay, and, and that's the thing. There's it's they always a majority of them always go where the money is. Yep. Oh yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, that's why we ask you the hard questions. Right. <laughs> you can give good answers. Okay. Well, uh, tech news. Okay. Anything else? That pretty much covers this week's topics. All right. Well, that we'll see how Joe the Oracle does here in <laughs> four or five months, or maybe two weeks, like with the coronavirus. Right. A couple weeks, we'll see the T-Mobile and Sprint. Um, see how that shakes down, and then we'll see if we get more tax on wind and uh, in the Apple. Right. And, I guess world. Right. And I'm Mac world. Right. And since I'm a Sprint customer, I can be able to <laughs> first-hand experience. Have first-hand experience on what happens. If you come back next week all flustered and your bill went up, we'll know what happened. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, on to the next topic. What's what's the main topic for Okay. Today? So the main topic we're going to talk about today, and, and Dave, this is actually going to be yours and Kel's expertise. Yeah, is we'll bring a, Kel in on this. Yes. As it's an app. It's called Life360. and. And Dave, if you want to go ahead and give us a general overview, I have okay. the, the plans yeah, and what you, each plan covers. You but, got uh, the technical speak. I'll, right. I'll do the layman's terms here. So Life 360, it's something uh, when Kale started driving. And Kale, how long have you been driving? Are you ready? Are you mic'd up? So if people aren't aware, aware Kale's behind the computers over here doing the producing. Um, you got your mic turned on? You ready to go? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. So Kale, how long have you been driving? Six months. Six months. So September, he got his license. He's been driving. Of course, that's uh, for a parent. That's a very scary thing to have a driver, new driver, and to worry about those type issues. So when uh, Cheryl and I started talking about it, one of the things we wanted was a way we could utilize our phones and be able to keep track of him, if he was safe or not, safety being paramount. And Life360 was the app that one of our friends had chosen to keep track of their Yahoo. And so we got Life360 on our phones. Uh, so basically, it's an app that tracks him at all times, and then um, it also shows specifically for cars. It'll show his speed when he's moving, like how many miles per hour he's doing. It'll do live tracking, like you can track him up to the minute, and then um, 
it'll also show his route that he's done for the day. So if he's out running around and sneaks in an extra stop uh, outside of his itinerary that he gave us, it'll show on his phone. Nice. So it's uh, one of those things we use just to see where he's at, what speed he's traveling. It shows his highest speed. It shows doesn't show the lowest speed. I guess there's no need for that, but it does right. show the highest speed for the day and so forth. And then again, it tracks his route. So that's the extent of how I know how to use it. Okay. Um, but you know, you're my technological guy, so I'm sure you could tell me ten other ways to use it better. But that's just my minimalist. This is what I use it for and how we utilize it. Right. Okay. So starting out, so you said it's an app on the phone. Is there like a little dongle that plugs into the the data port on the computer or is, or in the vehicle, or is it just strictly an app on the phone? It's an app on his phone. So okay. it, it stays with his phone, and in order for it to work, he has to have his GPS turned on. Okay. So now when he gets in the vehicle, does he have to actually launch the app manually, no, or does it automatically? It automatically tracks him at all okay. times. Like I know when he's at school, like right now I, I pull it up, and I, I pulled it up here beforehand, and... You can see, I don't know, if it, is it close enough to the camera? Yeah, let me see this. Get it, get it up here, let Kel do it. But you can show, see that it, it has a text part at the bottom. It has a map, and it has his little picture uh, from Google. And then it shows his text at the bottom. says Kale's at work. Okay. And then it also shows it up on the map. So he's trying to get it there where he can, everybody can see it. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, and then as he moves, his little icon moves, and it shows where he's at and so forth okay so so it's basically just an app on his phone now how well you know being in rural west virginia this is always a big one kale have you tried it in in areas that has no cell phone signal and dave from your standpoint are you able to track him in yes, those areas because it uses the gps okay and, and it stays regardless of the cell phone signal it works off of satellites okay so for instance kale i'm gonna let you hold this one up there he um he goes out and checks on the chickens out Lick Fork, which has very bad cell phone service. Right. But you can see this is the map showing his daily driving. It shows where he went. It pinpoints it and uh, puts little dots where it locates him to make sure. And you can see his trail. So it, it picks him up even when he goes out of service out Lick Fork out at our Sunnybank farm. Oh, perfect. Okay, so uh, before we get into plans here, uh, they, they offer three different plans. Kale, I'm going to ask you for your input from being a new driver, a student driver, and with all the bells and whistles it has, from your standpoint, what do you like and don't like? Or do you feel safe knowing that your parents can keep an eye on you, or do you feel like they're invading your space and you can't go out and do, you know, you can't go out and hang out with your buddies because mom and dad's always literally, virtually yeah. right there beside you? Um, it doesn't bother me that much because I just I don't have much to do other than go to school, go to work, and then go home. So it doesn't bother me, but it does make me feel good that they're they know what i'm doing so okay yeah and, and we talked about like that it, it's it's a way that we don't have to text him and say hey where are you at right you know we can just pull that up real quick and say okay he's halfway home and if he's driving <coughs> that way there, there's no pressure for him to um, have to text or worry about it we can just see where he's at now of course that's because he's doing good stuff so what he's going to show you now is his map like you can see today his top speed was 49 miles an hour it said out where he went and, and so forth so get a little picture of that so now ju just for testing purposes kale had when you guys first set this up kale did you or dave actually do a speed test you know go above the speed limit just a mile or two just to see what would happen if 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 Kale goes over the speed posted speed limit, does it automatically send you a notification like a tattle 
or do you just have to go back and look at the reports mainly to find out if he if he stayed within the limits or not? Uh, I don't know that much about it. Now, like I can go back through and get his weekly summary, which I'm looking at now, and it shows his top speed, and it has a crash detection. It has one event uh, where he stopped, you know, like the um, today's it said at Roan County High School. Uh, top speed, 33 miles an hour. I'm sorry, that was yesterday. And then, you know, today, five-mile drive, he's at work, no crash detection. So I don't know if it would tell on him if he was speeding, or there might be a way to do it. But, again, I'm minimalist with it. So, Kel, you're too safe of a driver's what, what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I mean, we bought a, he bought himself a Jeep with some help, and, uh, you know, it's a – four-cylinder five-speed jeep so top speed I, you hit 60 with that bad boy parts are going to start falling off right <laughs> so you know we were happy about that the top speed yeah. not really an option with the jeeps so right right the, the he'll drive to ripley and rockport occasionally and you know you can see he'll get up to 55 58 here and there but it, it doesn't give me any warnings of him speeding but again i, I don't know that he could you, you haven't equipped him with that capability yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, had, he hadn't been at that uh that route yet right so it's good for that well, perfect so Life 360, they actually yeah. offer three different plans. Now, keep in mind, this is just a review. Life 360 does not sponsor this show, so right, we're just right. being completely upfront with this. But the, on their website, they offer three plans. And the, the, the base plan, which is a free plan, it actually does location sharing. So it does what Dave said whenever Kale goes you know, from point A to point B. It, it tracks him his on his entire trip. It actually does also does battery monitoring. And in case you're wondering what that is. Yes, it does that automatically. It'll tell me how much battery's in his phone. Yeah, when I first read it, I thought that's where I thought it was a dongle. I thought it was a you know mm-hmm. a, a piece and a device to actually plug into the vehicle to actually monitor the vehicle's battery, but it actually monitors the cell phone battery of the user. So then you can keep track of you know Kel's cell phone battery. So if his battery goes low on his phone, you know why he's not responding to your text message or whatever. Right, and that, that's very handy because he has been down to like. Uh, during football season, he would go to some of the stuff after the game that they had at the First Baptist Church, fifth quarter, they call it fifth quarter. And, you know, his battery would run low from being late, you know, 11 o'clock at night. And right. And be like, oh, shoot, he's only got 8%. So um, we would know that, which right. is handy to know. Oh, yeah. Know. And then it also has location ETA, so it gives you a general idea of how long it's going to take for him to reach his destination. It also shows a history of his driving routes, and then it also has help alert which is where if he is somewhere and doesn't feel safe, he can actually hit a button and it'll actually contact the emergency contacts. It'll contact you or contact really? whoever. Yes. I did not know that. Huh. Okay. And then they also, their next plan up has, is called the great, it's called the plus plane and it's actually two ninety nine a month. And it has all those features plus crime reports, which based on where we live, I'm not sure how well that would work mm-hmm. out, but it will actually in certain areas show you what, where there's crime going on currently so right. if you want to drive around to avoid that it'll actually give you that yeah. capability as well so college will will look at that option <laughs> right <laughs> might and, come in handy and then their top tier plan which is driver protect is 7.99 a month and it has all those features plus crash detection yep emergency response roadside assistance and driver report oh nice i saw on mine it offers me every once in a while that we can do a weekly summary more in depth Okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I get enough information from it now, so I'm, so, I'm happy so with that. So which plan are you using currently? Whatever the base one is. Okay, so the free one. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, free. Okay. All right, yeah. I didn't even realize, but yes, we do not pay for it. Okay, so 
so for your situation, you found just the free alone yeah, is fine. works great. And that's one thing I always recommend my customers is anytime, you know, no matter what product it is, if there's a free plan, I always tell them, try the free plan first. Then if you think you need these extra bells and whistles, then go with the paid plan. Yeah. And in majority of the time, the free stuff always does what you're looking for. Yeah. I mean, on rare occasions, you know, the paid plans always, you know, give you those extra bells and whistles you need. But a big majority of the time, no matter what the product a lot of the free stuff will do exactly what you're needing. Yeah, and that's something, you know, you've always went through that in the past, what's best going to help people out, and that's sound advice across the board. And I think that's something you've always stuck with when trying to help out people. And, and that's what I always find. <clears throat> well, you know, I always look myself personally, you know, if I can do with it for free, I'm not going to, you know, try to sell you, upsell you and say you right. have to have the top tier. It's always easier to upgrade than it is to downgrade. Yep. And I think that's something that's important with Help Desk with Joe. Your mantra has always been to help people. Right. You know, and I've talked to some people and like, you guys talk about all kinds of stuff, but one of the things was we're always trying to help people. Uh, so that's a big sell. So keep that in mind. If you need help, call Joe, call Cena, get an idea on these products because uh, that's one thing I will vouch for. You guys don't try to just upsell people and take their money just because. It's always, hey, what's the best way I can help you? Right. And sometimes it's not selling you anything. It's just help. Right. So good. Okay. Okay. So real quick, <clears throat> yeah. uh, pros and cons. Pros and cons. All right. Which one do you want to start with? Let's do with the pros. All right. The pros is it's free. I really like that. The uh, other pro is it's very effective for what we use it for. So I only have one driver at the moment, and uh, it makes it really nice. It's quick and easy um, to spot him. It's easy to manage. I can, you know, I just rolled around through it here thinking of things to talk about and showing the reports and checking out his driving routes. Very easy. I'm not a big techno-savvy guy that goes through all of this stuff and has to have all the shiny new stuff. So for me, and when that mindset, very easy to navigate, very easy to use, very easy to see what I want to see, which is, is he speeding, is he safe, is he moving, and where he's at. Right. So good pluses across the board on that. Uh, cons, if he turns his GPS off, then we lose where he's at. Right. Um, so it's up to him to manage it, which isn't a big deal. In our household, our hard, fast rule is turn the GPS off, you lose your keys. Well, you know? and, and, you know, personally, from my standpoint, you know, you and I both, we were teenagers <laughs> at one time. And, yeah. you know, from, from the tech guy standpoint, I'm thinking, well, if I don't want mom and dad to know where I'm going, well, I'll just turn the GPS off. I'll, you know, mm -hmm. I will do something to my phone to make sure that yeah. they can't track me. Right. And, I, and there's ways to do on that very easily, but we're not going to offer I was going to say, he's listening, so don't throw that out. That's why I'm, that's why, <laughs> that's why we're just doing a general overview here. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why you mentioned turning the GPS off where there's some other things we can right, do as right, well. But right. I'm not going to offer that. Yeah, please freely. don't. You'll, you'll cause panic attacks to all the parents out there saying, wait a minute, I got Life 360. I got to rethink this. Yeah, yeah. Kale's looking at me like, yeah, we need to talk afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the good news. I, I think that's basic uh, common sense and logic parenting. If you don't instill the habits in your kids and you don't have the ability to trust them, they shouldn't be driving anyway. Right. Well, um, and, and, you know, the thing of it is, is, believe it or not, you know, even if the parents just keep track of the odometer, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah, you can turn that off, but if, you know, your driving record for the day in, in Life 360 says you drove three miles, but your odometer says 20, something's not something's adding happening. up. Yeah, that's a good point. So good double check for parents. But, yeah, so far the only con is that. If he if his phone, and I've worried about that. Like I said, sometimes he's been at the fifth quarter, which is a wonderful event for teenagers after the Friday night football games. Absolutely. And, but, you know, it runs till 11 o'clock. If his phone's running really low, the GPS would be the first thing you'd have to turn off to save 
power. Right. And uh, and I know he's been down to like 8 7% before at 11 at night, and I'm like, shoot, you know, okay, ho- hopefully he'll make it home and, you know, we'll be able to track him still, and, it, and it's worked fine. Charger in the vehicle. Kel, you need a charger in the vehicle. He has one. <laughs> so that we took away that excuse. And, uh, you know, his mom's pretty savvy about stuff like that, so uh, she's got all the angles covered. He's got a charger in his car and, you know, just one of those deals. You yep. get in the car, plug it in if you need to. And then set it off to the side and do your driving. Yeah, moms are always good about that. Always keeping that one step ahead, just <laughs> oh, when you think. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we and we have that mom in our family, so it works out well. Now he did end up in the ditch, and it didn't say anything about that, um, but it did show that he was stopped for a while alongside the road. Uh, how long into your driving did the ditch incident happen? Yeah, probably six weeks in, and he ended up in a ditch on Lick Fork. And luckily, his uh, favorite cousin Austin came along to save him. So. Um, and I didn't realize, I didn't know anything about the crash report at that point. So I don't well, know it also has the help alerts, so it might be something to look into. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, yeah, he had service, so it was, hey, called me. I was at soccer practice, like, I can't help you, good luck. You know, <laughs> hey, this is a good learning experience. Yeah, life you experience. Yourself in, right yeah, here. get yourself in the ditch, get yourself out. Right. And so being savvy like he is, he called his cousin Austin, and, of course, Austin came and helped him. So pulled him right out of the ditch. Made for some good pictures and a good Facebook post. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Yeah, so so that's about the only con is you know if they turn if they personally turn their GPS off, there's nothing the parents can do about it from where we are in this part of the plan. Right, but like um, you said, if if you have that policy of yeah. no GPS, no keys, then yeah. that kind of yeah, and I, and I feel like that's a parenting issue, right? Um, not necessarily a tech one, but I'm, maybe there's something with the app that overrides that where they can or whatever. I, right. I don't know. But, you know, that's the only con I see is that, you know, if a kid just gets mad, turns the GPS off and drives wherever for that amount of time until they get back, right? you lose track of them. And then that's when you call me and say, Joe, where, what are our fail-safe plans? <laughs> Joe, do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, all right. So that's it. Yeah, so, so far it's Life360. Uh, great app. Thrilled to death with it. Love it. I like you know, like I say, my my point is sometimes we felt like he would be um, driving somewhere, like when he drives to Rockport and's coming back, instead of calling or texting and wanting, having that urge for him to drive and try his phone out, right? You know, or mess with his phone. All we got to do is pull up Life 360. Oh, okay, yeah, he's coming through Ripley, driving 35 miles an hour. We know where he is. Right. We don't we don't have to ping him. And actually, Kel, this is just a, a little <laughs> safety uh, on your part. It does have a title feature that it will report in the reports that say if you've been on your phone while you're driving. Yeah, we've paid attention to that. He's got a couple warnings. So, yeah. So I didn't know if you know that or not. I'm just trying to help you out. I was going to say, we haven't told him that. But oh, he, okay. He, but he's, now he knows, so now he'll know to stay off of it. But we've been waiting to see what his um, usage would be without us having to Okay. Tell him. Well, Dave, I'm sorry for That's for okay. We, we were going to tell him at some point anyway. Yeah, when uh, that first got you. We were going to wait and see if he could figure out how he knew he had been on his phone. Right. So, you know, that, that Easter surprise is no longer there. Now you know. Oh, no, there, no there's still maybe some. <laughs> some more tricks up your sleeve? Right. Yeah, you're welcome, Kale. Joe is on the job. <laughs> He's thrilled. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> so, so if you want to check out the app, it's actually okay. a free app. Their website is life360.com. And again, they are not a sponsor of the show, but we're just doing a completely honest uh, uh, honest review of their product. And, and Dave is uh, using it firsthand. 
himself and actually yeah. enjoy, really enjoys it. I really like it. I, I, I would say, what did you used to do? Five thumbs up, thumbs down, five star rating? Uh, five know. star rating is what we used to do. Five star rating? Okay, But yeah. since it's your review, it's your call. What are, Ooh, I get to choose. Yes, you get well, to choose. I'm, I'm going to say definitely thumbs up, and I would say five out of five just because I've had zero issues. I can't stress it enough. I'm going to steal a lot of your words here, your jargon. Uh, ease of use and uh, being friendly for a low-tech user, top-notch. Perfect. So, yep, that, that's my take. So it gets Dave's seal, seal of approval. Yes, sir. Perfect. Most definitely. If you have any problems, if you have any questions, uh, you know, I'll steal your other lines, Joe. Call Joe. And there you go. Call Cena. He'll help you out. He has all the technical information here. He did all the research, so I, I can't claim any of it. I'm just the knucklehead user that, uh, you know, tried it out with my kid. Well, well, better test First-hand experience. There you go. There you go. All right, well, uh, let's wrap it up with that. You've brought some good news to the table. We've reviewed a product. We've actually changed roles, which is a first. Yes. We've done this show a long time, and it's the first time we've actually switched roles. Right. So uh, I don't know that I like it because I feel pretty inept with the technological deal. Well, here. I was going to say, I, I, my job today was actually kind of easy. I had to, I was able to put your feet to the fire, and I just kept had to keep hammering out the questions. Yeah, well, and you, you had to do, yeah, it's kind of unfair for you because you also had to do the homework for it, and you had to do the background uh features so yeah, yeah but that, yeah. that, that part, part was you got easy. out a part of it so. right right okay all right any idea for what next week next week's uh, gonna it's be all, it's always a surprise surprise yes. i like it all right so uh going into the next show so make sure you turn in next week and um we will be back with more technological news here. Help desk with Joe, as always. Joe, how do people get a hold of you? Okay, you can give us a call at our office at 304-927-3588. Check out our website at amdigitaltechnologies.com. Check us out on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, at amdigitaltech. And please send us your questions. We would love to answer your questions on the air. Great point. Comment in our Facebook here. Comment on our uh, SoundCloud um, or anywhere else that you're getting this information and we're listening to this show or watching the show, comment in on what you'd like to see and so forth. Joe's great about it. And I can't say it enough. Uh, you guys support all our stuff. All our, you take care of all our office computers. Uh, you support this show. You support our live broadcasts, our sports coverage. You and Cena do a lot of work for us here in the background. And, uh, and I'll say to stay on Cena's good side, she does all the heavy lifting in the background. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, yeah, you know, so wonderful to have a local business here taking care of all all our technology needs well uh, and and if you don't care dave i want to interrupt yeah, you throw it out uh, there. with the couple of big announcements on yeah. the patch turned upside yeah what, so what was this post i saw on facebook earlier today that's why you get paid the big bucks joe yes we have rolled out our patch turned up app on the google play store yes. so you can go in and get the app um i'll let kale hold it up here real quick See if you can focus. So what all does this app include? Well, uh, you know, that's a bad question for me. <laughs> uh, you click on it, and then you hit the play button, and you can listen to all these shows that roll through. Caitlin and Kale uh, produce it and have scheduled it, but it will allow you to go through. So we have these uh, shows, the podcast play um, at – I don't know, every couple hours throughout the day, random pot, it fills in itself. Okay. And uh, and then also music in between. And you've given us 700 songs that the kids are slowly adding into the rotation as they um, convert them over and upload them into the uh, platform that we use for the radio. Perfect. So, yeah, as you go in, you can listen to shows, you can listen to music, and you can listen to, uh, we have probably six or seven folks that have done the station ID, and then we're going to start inserting local weather and local news to some extent. Uh, with the students once we get to that point. Oh, great. So, so growing every day. Yeah, and then, of course, we'll load in sporting events and stuff uh, in our live broadcast as well. 
So. And also, this podcast is actually, you can find it on iTunes, Google yeah. Play, Spotify, everywhere. It's Help Desk with Joe and Dave. Yep. And we, the other... How patch- did my name get on? It used to be just Help Desk with Joe. Well, you know, change things up a little bit. Nice. I've gotten a step up. Yeah. And actually, it works with Amazon Echo. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, t- I showed Cena last week. I got back, I said... I said the trigger word, and I don't want to yeah. say because it'll kick off everybody's echoes. <laughs> yeah. But I said the trigger word. I said play uh, Help Desk with Joe and Dave, and it came on back and said, now playing the latest episode of Help Desk with Joe and Dave. And, Bam, and there we were. And you start hearing us. Nice. So, Joe, you're doing amazing stuff. Uh, and, again, if you don't know about it, check out A&M Digital Technologies. If you have any questions or need anything, check in with Joe and Cena because it's wonderful to have this resource here locally. And you've really amped up what we've done here with the internet radio station. Cause when we talked about it probably six months ago, it a was just bit. a, yeah, it was just an idea. And then you start saying, Hey, here's what you can do. Here's what you can do. And uh, you, you did all the background work for it. And here we are now we're got an app. We're throwing out podcasts. We're playing music. You've got us going Spotify and everywhere else. Right. Well, in the, the patch turned up podcast themselves, we, we are in the works of waiting for yeah. approval with Apple on that. So once we get approved with Apple and approved with Google, look up uh, coming soon the patched turned patch turned up podcast and all the other shows that uh, fall yeah. under the patch umbrella will be under those nice. podcasts as well. Yeah, and we have some more people lined up, and I'm going to save that. That'll be our own little surprise about Perfect. who else is coming in to do podcasts and shows. So Perfect. Uh, exciting stuff here in the next couple of weeks. All right. Sounds great. Well, let's end it with that, and uh, make sure you stay tuned and you tune in next time for our Help Desk with Joe. And we're always bringing you help and information in the technological world. So, Joe, thank you so much. Another thank fantastic you. show. This one ran a little long. Kale was giving me time updates, and he kept saying, hurry up. So 37 minutes worth of uh, podcast. But, hey, that's okay. Great stuff you're sharing here and great stuff you're doing. All right, so we'll wrap up our podcast part, and then we'll wrap up the Facebook part. and. And we'll call it a day, and we'll be back next Wednesday. Sounds great. And the podcast drops every Friday. Nice. All right. Well, thank you, Joe. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you.